Welcome to the Yoga Church Sunday Sermons. These sermons are filmed in the place I'm lucky enough to call my backyard, so you might hear the sounds of birds, geese, roosters, trains, and wind, and sometimes my sweet pup Indy. My teacher Robin's favorite sutra is found less than halfway into the second chapter of the Yoga Sutras, the chapter dedicated to practice. It's a very short, very simple sutra. It reads, future suffering is to be avoided. It's a somewhat obvious sounding teaching, right? Future suffering is to be avoided. Yes, but we all know that suffering is a big word, one that needs to be unpacked. We've all experienced some degree of suffering in our lives, and we've witnessed and heard about suffering of all kinds in our families, communities, and the larger world. Suffering happens every day in the form of anxiety, fear, and unhappiness. And there's great suffering that happens in the form of violence, racism, grief, hunger, poverty. Saying that future suffering is to be avoided is actually not simplistic at all. It's a statement that points us toward many of the most complicated, most complex issues that we face. So how on earth do we live out this teaching? I certainly don't know, but I can give us a place to start trying. When we try to respond to the complex realities of suffering in the world, it could be said that we're enacting our dharma. Dharma is a Sanskrit word that can be translated as duty, righteousness, obligation, responsibility for the maintenance of order. As spiritual practitioners, we could say that it's our dharmic obligation to work for peace in the world, to work against suffering. Scholar and seeker Ravi Ravindra, in his commentary on the Bhagavad Gita, says that dharma is concerned with right action. Dharma is concerned with right action, whereas yoga is the science par excellence of the transformation of a person into the right actor. He gives a good example. He says that Arjuna, the protagonist of the Bhagavad Gita, needs to be transformed by the multifaceted yoga taught by Krishna. Only then can he understand what Dharma truly is at all levels, from the personal to the cosmic, and struggle for its establishment. Right? So for Ravi Ravindra, the first question cannot be, how do I solve the suffering? How do I solve the problem of suffering in the world? The first question is, who am I in the world? Who am I as an actor, as a person who takes action in the world? Finding the answer to this question takes serious commitment and self-awareness. You have to explore the roots of your actions. You have to determine why you act the way that you do and how your conditioning and habits shape your behavior. In the Yoga Sutras, you've heard me say this before, we're told that suffering arises from ignorance of our true nature. We forget our true self and get lost in the world of change. Think about the change we live in. We're deeply affected by our changing thoughts and senses, by the changing weather, by our ever-changing circumstances. We get lost in the world of change and forget the deepest part of ourself. And from this ignorance sprout the seeds of ego, attachment, aversion, and fear. And here's a key point 
right? When, when seeds of ignorance, ego, attachment, aversion, and fear are at the root of our actions, we create negative consequences for ourselves and the world. We create more suffering. I said we have to look at why we do what we do, but we also have to examine the effects of our actions, the fruit that we bear in the world. And if we're interested in alleviating the suffering of the world, we have to look at the effects of our actions far beyond our own life. For example, every day we eat food and wear clothes. These are two very simple, very normal parts of our daily life. So here's the beginning of some serious self-reflection about very normal things. Do you know why you choose the food and the clothes that you do? Do you know where your food and clothes come from? Do you know the labor conditions of the people who make your food and clothes? Do you know the environmental impacts of your food and clothes? Do you know what happens to the waste created by your food and clothes? Okay, let's pause here and not get overwhelmed by this line of questioning. Take a moment, bring your attention down into your feet and into your belly and into your breath and into your heart. Sutra 215, the one just before the one telling us that future suffering is to be avoided, tells us that for the one who has discrimination, meaning the one who's paying attention, the one who can see things as they are, sees suffering everywhere. Part of any true spiritual practice is opening our eyes to the reality of suffering in the world. This isn't easy, but no true change can happen without it. So Sutra 216 tells us future suffering is to be avoided. This is actually an optimistic teaching. We know that everything is always changing, and this teaching is reminding us that we have the ability to direct the course of change away from suffering. We can work toward our own transformation. We can pay attention and start to make different decisions. We can pause before taking action, before saying something, before purchasing something, before reacting to something. Before we do things, we can contemplate what's underneath our desired action. And we can take a moment to look farther down the road and imagine the future consequences of our actions. We can dedicate our spiritual practice to becoming right actors, taking right action. None of this is easy work. Like all meaningful things, it takes commitment and effort. And it often requires that we move in the opposite direction of our conditioning and habits. If you want to make real change in this direction, I encourage you to start small. Don't overwhelm yourself and burn out quickly. I encourage you to begin by choosing one aspect of your life to pay attention to more deeply and to regularly pause to notice if the root of your actions are based in ignorance, ego, attachment, aversion, and fear. And before acting on something, take a moment to ponder the future fruit of your action. Through our personal practice, I hope we become people interested in reducing the seeds of suffering in our own life 
and in the lives of others. Remember, we become who we practice becoming. Get reflection questions, join the discussion, subscribe at summercushman.com. And don't forget to sign up for the Yoga Church annual retreat happening July 7th through 11th, 2019 on Bainbridge Island. I hope you'll join us.